What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Yeah. Yeah. mindset day and you know something that we talk about a lot when it comes to mindset is for one the, the meaning of failures right with regards to our success and you know the impact that they may hold on our success or lack of thereof right so now here's the thing about failure you can't avoid failure but what you can avoid is failing often and what you can avoid is failing repeatedly the same way. Yes. You cannot avoid failure. Okay. Only in school, you are taught to not fail and drop a comment. I want to see who, who was like a grade A student in school. A plus, A plus. My baby done got honestly, honestly, some of you guys might not like what I'm about to say, but the A plus students, you, you might hate me for a second for saying this, but boy, they fucked you up. They fucked you up for school of life because you go into life from school thinking that life is, is an A plus, right? So normally those who are A students, guess, guess what else, the, what attribute they've gained. They have a, an all or nothing mentality. They're perfectionists. They're so scared of failing that they that they don't put themselves out there. I'm looking at the people typing A plus. It's amazing. Yep, Andrea <laughs> already is like agreeing, you know. And and if it hurts a little bit, know that I'm just bringing it to your attention, right? That you are actually exposed to a weakness, yeah. and your weakness is not attempting something that can make you more successful because you are more scared about failure than you are about your success because all you know how to handle is a plus and as far as i'm concerned being an a plus student has nothing to do with your real life success perfectionism is not even a thing it's a perfectionism is a mindset perfectionism is the thought that you need to get something perfect and do it absolutely right and now there are ways to do things perfect, like when it comes to math. Math is black and white. Mm-hmm. There's a right answer and a wrong answer. All the sciences, right? math, physics, chemistry. So, but other than that, unless there's something else I'm forgetting. Anything that's based off of theories. Then there, what happens more often than not is that because you can't find the perfect answer, you're going to Baskin Robin, they got 31 motherfucking flavors. How are you supposed to pick the perfect one? You ever stood there for 20 minutes? I need to try this one. I need to try that one. Can I try that one too? Because I'm not sure. I might get it wrong. I need to order the right ice cream. And it like takes forever because you, I know that this is a real thing. 
because I know when people have too many choices, we don't choose, especially if you have a perfectionist mindset. And what happens is it blocks you from getting to where you actually want to be. Ice cream in mouth. Ice cream in mouth. Yeah, it's true. Um, if you go into life after having gone through school, right? Like your fear of failure will... Um, reduce your chances of success unless unless you're open-minded and you're like you know what like jesus take the wheel i'm just going along for the ride if that's the case then you're freaking golden that that tells me that you have really high standards and you're willing to fail in order to figure it out guess what in in the school of life you have to fail in order to figure it out however what makes or breaks people from becoming more successful is one simple trick and it's called the ability to learn from your mistakes. I think there's a step before that. What is it? I think the most freeing thing within this realm is giving yourself the grace to not be perfect, knowing that it's okay. The world isn't going to end. We're not on, what's that movie, uh, Speed, where they're on the train, they're on the bus, and it has to go like 60 miles an hour because when they're 60 miles an hour, the shit blows up. Like, that is when you can try to be perfect. Yeah, for, for damn sure. But if it's not life or death, if nothing's threatening you, if you order your damn ice cream, get cookie dough. Just get chocolate chip cookie dough next time you go. Right? Like, be okay. And then if you don't like it, you're like, ah, shit. Okay, well, good. Nobody died. There is a next time. Right? And then when you go into that next time, you know what not to do, right? Mm -hmm. ah, I hated cookie dough. Cool. Like, it wasn't the end of the world. Like these are actually things that uh, we've gotten good at because we've been exposed to, I mean, as an entrepreneur, like when you start, you have actually no idea what you're getting into most of the time. Um, and so when you start, like you have to make the mistakes, you have to just jump in. You have to say, well, shit, I got this and this and this and this. Let me try this. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It's not the end of the world. That just means I'm not going to do that next time. Let me try this. And one of the most freeing things, like feelings, is kind of like deleting my fitness pal off your phone or throwing your scale in the garbage after you smashed it on the floor 30 times, is giving yourself the okay that you don't have to choose perfect. Yeah. You don't have to be perfect. Just take the action. What do we call it? Imperfect action. Imperfect action. Imperfect action will take you way farther than perfect action. Because imperfect a lot of time. action done consistently will take you way farther than perfect action done inconsistently. Imperfect action taken regularly will get you to efficient action. Yeah. Maybe not perfect, but it, it, there's an improvement. But here's the thing. In order for you to rise above your failures, you have to have integrity with yourself. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that, you know, uh-oh. Okay, sorry. What I mean by that is that the next time you fail with regards to an approach, don't just give up. Too many people just give up, and that is why they they fail. Your ultimate failure is after having failed to give up. That is something that will guarantee your failure, right? Giving up once you fail. Look, 
Failure is an event. Failure is an event. Now, attributing that event to your character depends on, on who you are. Every time we fail, we don't consider ourselves failure. We're like, okay, what is... We're smarter. Right. Every time we right. fail, we learn, we become better. Right, and, that, and, that, and that's the concept of integrity. So we ask ourselves, okay, like, what, what did we learn from this mistake? What worked, what didn't work? Looking back, what, what could we have done differently in order to make this work on um, to our advantage? And we take it from there. And here's the thing, you guys. It takes patience and it takes grace. There's going to be times in life, depending on whatever it is that you're going through, that you will have to fail not once, not twice, not three or four times, right? But you will have to fail multiple times in order to actually figure, it, figure out the right thing. But the easiest, fastest way, okay, to fail less and less often, okay, is to find out who is the person who has been there and, ha and has done that and has the answers that you need. The reason that we show up is to, to explain our failures, the mistakes that we made, so that if in the case that you're making them, chances are you've made a lot of the same mistakes that we have, but the sooner we can get you to stop making those mistakes, realizing that they are something that you can learn from, the better. Now, the reason I believe that we are afraid to make mistakes is because when we make something that is classified as a mistake in school or at home, it's the response or the consequence that happens when you do that. If you, if you don't get a passing grade, you fail. You have to redo. You suck. That's the message in school that's being said, you didn't do good enough. You got to do it over, right? But it, it's seen as a negative thing, whereas it's like, oh, whoops, we made some mistakes. Let's go back over and figure out what happened so that we can correct it. But because you get graded A through F, I don't even know who decided A, B, C, D. What I, happened to E? I think it's just a s s social thing because people like to put people in boxes. I get a grading system, but it's like the message that's being sent is you're not good enough if you don't get a certain grade. Mm -hmm. um, and then in a home situation, depending on a parent's response to a mistake made by a child will also determine how you see failure, mm -hmm. right? If, um, you know, if, if you turn on the stove as a kid or something, let's say you turn on the stove and then your parent finds it and then you, they get um, upset at you and their response is like, you did a bad thing when you really just didn't know, then that also is interpreted as like, I am a failure, right? It, rather than it being a learning lesson. Does that make sense? Because it's like you get your paper back. Oh, you got a D. Your greatest final, you got a D. I think the problem, problem lies in the fact that we live in a society that attributes an event to your character. I'm gonna repeat that again just so that I can remember it because normally I can't. We live in a society that determines a character by an event. That does not have to be the case. Remember, you're the captain of your ship. Just because you failed 
to do something, right? Doesn't mean that you're a failure unless you give it permission it to make you a failure. Do you guys know how many times within the first year of our business we fail? We However, <laughs> and we still do. We still do. I mean, because you, that's you cried like 20 minutes ago, just being honest, right? Um, however, right now we're just, we're figure, we're figuring something out, right? Like life is all about problem solving, right? And just because you didn't find the solution instantly doesn't make you a failure. What makes you a failure is when you give up after the solution, right? And that's why, for example, when somebody tells me, right, and, and that's how I know that in this community, weight loss, your issue with weight loss is not nutrition. That's what you think it is. Nutrition is just the manifestation, right? The biggest problems that we see in this community is things like lack of consistency, lack of motivation. What does that tell me? You were brought up in a society that, that, that makes you think that everything needs to be given to you easily you want to lose weight really fast you don't know how to accept failure and that's why we talk about failure all the time right guess what it's hard weight loss is like life it's hard it requires problem solving it requires you you know going over once one stepping stone into the next one into the next one into the next one nutrition is not your problem it's the manifestation of a way bigger problem in your life and it is how you choose to see it, to identify yourself, right? Have you made failure part of your identity mm -hmm. or is it an event? Because you get to choose your character. You get to choose what defines you. You get to choose what adjectives, I believe that's the descriptive word, um, make up you as a as a human, as a person, mm -hmm. as a soul. Mm -hmm. And if one of those words in there is failure, then your failures will never be learning experiences. They'll always just feel like letdowns mm -hmm. that you don't get anything from. And that's a shame. So you are not a failure. You are not fat. You are right. Like the identity is different than an event. Mm -hmm. That's important to know. Boogie says, that's important to know. I'm sorry I cried earlier. I'm a little bit of a baby. Yes, he if, identifies himself as a baby. Yes. Hence why I am a muscle baby. Yeah. And now I'm going to my bed. So look, how, how you identify yourself has everything to do with your response to failure. People who are winners, right? People who are winners don't necessarily not fail over time i guarantee you they will fail less and less right or in different ways i just saw kirsten scott's name in the house for example like you're a freaking winner right like when you started working with us like you know you needed to figure out some things right like you used every opportunity that didn't work your way to your advantage you didn't like stop the momentum you kept on going you guys the most important thing that you need in your life is momentum okay failure does not stop your momentum in fact failure can shoot your momentum all the way up only 
if you consider yourself to be a winner and you're going to keep going right after that failure happens. That, you know what, the title of this show, we almost said how to not fail. And I was like, no, we tell them they need to fail. How to not, like we were trying to figure out a title. Let's just say that's why we were late, but really it's because I was crying. Um, and that's why we titled this make failure your bitch. Exactly. You're going to make failure your, your Use bitch. Use it. So here's the thing, you know, the next time that you fail, here's what you need to do. You need to ask your, you need to ask yourself a couple of questions. And if you don't take the time to ask questions, then you're going to repeat the same mistake over and over again. And that, that is bad. You don't want to do that. Okay. Failure is really a growth and a learning opportunity. Only if you use it to your advantage. If you don't do the following steps, then you will repeat the same mistake. And that, that will increase your chances of identifying yourself as a failure, right? For example, right? Somebody, let's say who is only like, let's say yo-yo diets all the time, right? And I'm, and the reason why I feel comfortable speaking to that person, because that was me many years ago, right? Um, you go all out, right? You're like, okay, this is going to be the last time that I, you know, I'll ever have to start over again. And then Thursday hits, you had a really bad argument with somebody, somebody pissed you off, you got triggered. And then, you know, you started basically falling off the wagon, right? The same way that you always then, do. Right. And then like you ended up binging on insert in the blank, whatever your thing was. Mine was a copious amount of frosting and chocolate in a very disgusting amount. And then on Monday, I would start the same thing over and over again. I didn't learn from my mistake because I didn't ask the following question. So the first question that you need to ask yourself is what can I learn from this? What, what didn't work? Like actually analyze what didn't work, right? So what didn't work was the fact that I ended up eating a ridiculous amount of chocolate. Okay, why? Then ask yourself why. There could be many reasons why that happened. It could be because maybe I deprived myself and physically my body is still dependent on chocolate. So avoiding the problem is not going to fix the problem, right? I'm just giving you one example, but I mean, you can do it for any single problem in your life. Right. So like ask why. And then really, if you want to increase your chances of success, then you also need to ask yourself the next question. Who do I know who has overcome the same struggle that I'm going through right now? And can they help me? And if so, reach out. Now, here's the thing that takes courage. That takes courage because that requires you to be to be vulnerable for yourself and to be vulnerable in front of somebody else. Right. I know that back in the day for me, it was so much easier to repeat the cycle than it was to reach out to someone and say, Hey, I have a really bad problem. Every time I get triggered, I, I end up eating chocolate to an amount where I either end up, you know, getting a food coma or getting really sick. It was my the- pride and my ego, right. Was in front of me wanting to solve the problem. Yeah. It wasn't easier. It wasn't easier. No. It was just what you thought would be easier until you got outside your comfort zone and then realized that the alternative was easier. How many times have you bought garbage food at the store? Like you legit went, well, now there's like Uber Eats and and Instacart and all this stuff where it can like get to you in just a couple hours. But 
When was the last time you went to like a grocery store and you bought some shit you knew you shouldn't be eating? You're like, I'm gonna have a feast tonight. It's gonna be amazing. But then <laughs> alongside it, you got like a magazine that is gonna motivate you to start on Monday. Boogie, for real, bruh? You're so talkative today. Come here. Come here. He's like, Nothing no. Here. But yeah, I used to buy, okay, sugar-free ice cream for one. For two, I would put an oxygen magazine on the little conveyor belt right next to it. I'm gonna eat this and then I'm gonna read this. I'm gonna be really motivated to start on Monday. And I would eat the whole tub of ice cream, normally with cereal on it, or peanut butter, or graham crackers, or whatever. Or all of these ones. Or all of it. And then I'd be like justifying it with the magazine I was gonna buy to get motivated. And I don't even know how many times I did that, but it's the same thing. Like, did it work last time? No. Try something else. No. Yeah. So remember, it's an event. It doesn't have to define your character. However, what will over time define your character is how you respond to these events. You said that thing. Respond. So failure is not something that you can avoid. Only in school, maybe, you can avoid it. Congrats to all the grade A students. You just have I to love copy that. your neighbor's homework. However, what you were taught in school is not the same thing as how you need to approach the school of life. But what will really make someone rise above failure is, is their integrity with themselves, right? And also patience and vulnerability with themselves. Asking themselves, do I really want to solve this problem? I, I truly believe that in the society that we live in, people actually feed off of talking about their problems. People love talking about their problems. And then like you also attract what you are, right? You guys are completely different. Like you are, you're about that solving that shit life. However, if you're new to this community and you're like, shit, I'm just realizing that there's so many people in my life who, whenever I jump into a conversation, all I hear is like them complaining about the weather, complaining Their about job, this. How many times have you jumped on the phone with someone, right? And they're like, hey, how are you doing? The first thing that they that they respond to you is a complaint. Oh, the coronavirus. Oh, the weather. I know. It's kind of like we want people to, like, feel bad for us or something. And, I like, that that used to be me. And I can't speak for everybody on that at all, but by any means. But what I was thinking is, okay, so th this is not a question for judgment. I'll tell you straight up right now, like, I copied some of my friends' homework in high school. And that is how I got some of the grades that I did. It's because I copied people's homework and shit. So now I would love to see a gold star emoji for anyone who ever copied someone else's homework. Don't lie. I did that shit. You know what? I don't call it cheating. I call it using your fucking resources. Amen. Because in the school of life, you are not going to be the best at everything and you have to ask other people to help you in a business. That's why there's a media team. That's why there's a marketing team. That's why there's a sales team. That's why there's a coaching team. That's why, that's why there's people who do all these things is because you can't do all of them. Use your resources. Ask the people who are good at it. Ask the people who can help you. That is how I played school and now I'm kind of learning I did it right. So there's that. Yeah, you did do it right. At one point, I had like a 3.75 GPA. My parents were all impressed. And I was like, if you only knew, I just copied. This is going to sound racist, but I copied the Asian kids. 
I'm not racist. Clearly. There was a group the, of people. The Asian kids are smarter. There was a group of people that consistently were pretty dang smart and getting all the good grades. So I copied them and the majority of them happened to be Asian. So shout out to you, my friend. Amen to that. Look, failures are like life. It's what you make of it, right? If you let an event dictate your destiny, then tough luck, right? I really hope you listen to this conversation and you stay around this community and over time, you realize that you can switch that and that the problem is what's between your ears and that's okay. Look right? at y'all, a bunch of cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's like, I was the one that got copied off of. <laughs> Riddle. I cheated my way through Spanish. Lauren, you used your resources. Hola. Hola. <laughs> Me llamo Eri. I can do the accents, but I don't remember any of the words. Yeah. Las tijeras. I always remember that one. Las tijeras. I didn't I did. know that that's a word. This is funny, actually, because it means scissors. Mm -hmm. and, and now I'm remembering that somebody commented on our video and uh -huh. got engaged. And all they put was three scissor emojis. Really funny. Yeah. Tijera. Really funny. Las tijeras. Anyways. Papel. Okay. Failure is an event and it does not have to define you unless you let it. Okay. As Oprah says, you got to fail up. But in order to fail up, you got to ask yourself a series of questions after you fail. Okay. Otherwise, if you don't have that kind of integrity, you're going to repeat the cycle over and over again. And that is the ultimate failure trap. So I hope that you take all these little nuggets to heart and I hope that you have an incredible week. Remember, if you fail, fail up, okay? If you don't fail, then guess what? That means that you have more tools in your toolbox to fail less and less, okay? The more tools you will gain, and you can only gain it through failure, by the way, okay? You have to experience the problem. You can't just avoid it, okay? I'm out of coffee, so this episode's over. Yeah, this episode's over because I'm out of coffee. We will see you tomorrow, Q&A day. Um, Tammy, if you're watching this, if you can drop the, the link. It should actually be in the announcements I think on it, the Erin and Sarit page. I think it is, but just so that you guys can ask your questions fresh, if there's something um, you know, in the top of your mind right now and you're like, oh my gosh, I really wanna ask them this question. We will see you guys tomorrow for Q&A day. In the meantime, we hope you have a beautiful Monday and an amazing week ahead. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sarit. <laughs>